You are tuning into the Rise Station podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider, bringing you everyday wellness tips and mental health education. If you're new here, welcome. And please go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That way, every Monday at 7 a.m., you will receive an alert of a new episode we've uploaded. If you like what you hear here, please go ahead and leave me a glowing review as this helps get our message across to as many people as possible. Shout out to all my Rise Tribe, my loyal listeners who continue to rise and vibe with me. You can also follow me on Instagram at Restorative Family. You know, spring is here. Spring is a time for new beginnings, fresh starts, and a time to take action. Rise Tribe, your season of growth and abundance is here. But in this season, you may be faced with some challenges in which you may have to let go of thought patterns, people, places, things that no longer serve you so that you can reach your full potential. Check out episode 41. It's called Letting Go of What No Longer Serves You. That'll help you kind of create the space that you need so that you can continue to thrive and flourish toward your abundance. Today, we're going to take it a step further. We're going to help you identify six signs that your friend may be jealous of you. And see, the power of discernment is key when identifying which people will go with you to the next level and which people are going to hinder you from reaching your full potential. Okay, and our next week's episode will help you identify friendships that will build you up, that will really help you grow your vision. So stay tuned for that. Before we get into any of those signs, let's go ahead and hear a word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. You know, our friendships have a profound impact and effect on how successful we will be. Your friend group is the group of people that you'll go to counsel for, that you will ask for advice. Those are the people who have the most influence over your life's trajectory. When you choose a tribe, choose one that is supportive. You know, they can overall improve your health and life. However, choosing the wrong friends can be detrimental to your health and overall well-being. It can cause you stress, low self-esteem, insecurity, conflict, anxiety, depression, and a whole host of other negative emotions. You know, sometimes we outgrow friendships. This is a subject that we don't often hear discussed or we don't like to discuss. You know, when you begin to ascend on your personal development journey, you may no longer operate on the same frequency as you once did. 
And therefore, it kind of makes you a mismatch with those friends you used to have if they're not growing in the same timeline that you're growing in. And so the attachments you had with them kind of are broken and you begin to release the bonds that you had with those previous friend groups. For example, if you've had a childhood friend and during your high school years, all you did was smoke weed and go to the clubs, right? That's how you bonded. That's how you spent time. Those are the things that you had in common, right? But then you graduated and then you went on to college. You started dating someone. You no longer, you know, smoked and hung out as often because you now had a job that, you know, drug tested you. And now your goals have changed. Your mindset has changed. The things that you care about has changed, right? So you begin to ascend and no longer vibe on the same frequency. So when you do try to hang out with those friends, you know, it's not the same. They may even remind you, oh, remember when you used to do this? You don't do this anymore. You're not as much fun as you used to be. And, you know, you might feel guilt and might stop hanging out altogether because, you know, it's not as much fun. So many of us, you know, we've gone through this. I've gone through this. I'm sure many of you listening have gone through this at some point. Some relationships just have expiration dates. They are for a season of your life. And we do not have to, you know, create a villain in this story. We simply just grow apart from some relationships as a natural evolution, as our natural ascension. Now, Where it gets a little dicey is when we hold on to relationships that, you know, we should have probably let go of long before, you know, those relationships become soured and they begin to demonstrate toxic behavior patterns. And then they start to cause us a lot of distress. You know, no one told us this, but growth and development are not easy. You know, there comes a grief and loss process. Sometimes when you decide to grow and develop, you're going to lose some people because you're no longer vibrating on the lower frequency, but you're decided to elevate your frequency and that creates a shift and that creates some broken bonds and that creates some friendships that you have to let go of because you're no longer a match frequency wise. And sometimes you will decide to just walk away from toxic friends like we talked about who are threatened by your success. Not everybody's going to be happy with this new found you. Some people liked you the way you were. Some people benefited from you not having boundaries, for you not having self-esteem, for you being insecure. So, you know, because they felt like, you know, you had that in common. They felt like you guys can bond over that. We're both insecure. We're both at the same level. We both don't have good boundaries. So we can kind of be a support to each other. But when you decide to grow and move out of those spaces, it leaves them by themselves. And either they want to work on themselves or they want to bring you backwards. That's where the toxicity comes in. So just know that if you're experiencing toxic behaviors, it is saying more so about the person who is being toxic, who is demonstrating those toxic behaviors towards you, than it is you, okay? Even if they blame shift you, and they will, even if they project gaslight or even lie, stand firm in your knowing of who you are and protect your peace. Okay, so without further ado, I have six telltale signs 
to really tune into whether your friend is jealous of you. Okay. So number one thing to look out for is they rarely compliment you or will do so secretly. So what do I mean by this? So, you know, a friend who is envious of you may find it difficult to tell you that you're pretty, to tell you that you have a nice outfit on, to tell you how or what they admire about you, right? And if they do, they do so when no one is around. So rather than like if you're in front of a group, if they see you in a, a group environment, they will, may notice that they like your outfit, right? But they're not going to tell you until the end of the evening. They're going to call you on the phone privately like, oh, I meant to tell you that that dress that you had on was just so nice. Oh, I meant to tell you that I really admire your speech today rather than saying it in the moment. They may do so in privately. So those are some telltale signs to look out for. Number two, they often make jokes at your expense. So you're with a group of friends and, you know, they are telling jokes and the jokes often seem to be sarcastic comments that poke fun at you in the presence of others or they somehow want to humble you or they somehow want to take you down a notch in front of other people. So that's not fun. You may decide in that present moment to laugh as well, but you know, let your antennas go up. It does this person often find an opportunity to humiliate you or humble you or have you be the butt of the jokes, poke fun at you. And what this sounds like, in case you are not clear, what this sounds like, Let's say you always have a nice pair of Jordans. You always have a nice pair of Jordans on. So someone who is making you the butt of jokes may say something like, oh my God, we know that, you know, Brian is always going to have the freshest pair of kicks in the group. Or, you know, we had to wait because this person was getting a private jet to come to the table. You know, just Random sarcastic comments, you know, that either highlight something like your wealth or either highlight your style or highlight, you know, something that you're good at. But just making jokes that has like a little tinge of, you know, truth and sarcasm in it, you know, peppered in there somehow. All right. Number three is they are always competing with you. They are always trying to one up you. Something positive happens to you. The same thing happened to them, but it was bigger and it was better. You're proud that your child made honor roll and they say something like, oh, my kids got straight A's and they are in the school parade and they have, you know, been a part of the Nassau flight to space. You know, I don't know. I'm just making things. So, but you get the gist that, hey, whatever you're doing, I'm doing better. I did it, have done it will be doing it and it's all going to be better than what you're doing. Okay. Number four, they do not offer support. So let's say you just open up a new business and you're selling products. You know, they're not offering to support you. They're not sharing your information to people they know, or maybe they have connections that will get you further, but they're not going to share that because they want to keep you where you are. So they're not going to introduce you to their very important friends, or they're not going to, let's say you help them on a project. They're not going to tell anyone that you help them. They don't want to highlight your talents. They don't want to acknowledge you. Things like that are just examples of how a jealous friend can show you lack of support. Number five is 
they are often critical and judgmental. So you tell them about this new idea you have. Oh, no, that's a stupid idea that wouldn't work. You know, people don't want that. They try to, you know, put you down at every turn. They want to make you feel less than and inadequate. All right. Number six, the last tip that I have, the last telltale sign is they themselves struggle with recognizing their own self-worth. So if you listen closely, you can hear the insecurities come out. You can hear, oh, I, I can never do that. Oh, I just, you know, I'm just so bogged down with work and stress and home life. I could never go out on my own. I could never accomplish this task or I just don't have the time or I'm just not as good as. But if you listen close enough, people will tell you their insecurities and they'll they'll show you that they have their own self-worth issues. Okay? So listen, in conclusion, I've just shared with you six telltale signs that your friend may not have your best interest at heart. Listen to your intuition, okay? Listen to how you feel around them. If you leave their presence feeling worse, that is telling you something. So tune into that. Sometimes we do not like to admit to ourselves that these things are happening because it will often end in a painful realization that this relationship has to change in some way, shape or form. Whether you decide to confront the person or not, the dynamics will have to change. Most people are ashamed of being envious and will deny and gaslight you as a means of protecting themselves, right? So if you decide to walk away, it is still painful because the grief and loss that you're going to experience is also very painful. So either way, identifying that your friend is jealous of you is going to cause some level of action, whether you confront or whether you walk away, but it's a painful experience no matter which one you choose. So know your personnel and be true to yourself and how you handle this. Handle with care. And remember, no one is entitled to your time and resources. If they are causing more harm than good in your life and you decide to walk away, you can do so with grace. It doesn't have to be this big, drawn out, you know, very crazy event. You can do so. You can exit with grace and you can exit and let them know very gracefully that this relationship is no longer something you want to continue. So with that information, Listen, you guys, I want you guys to continue to thrive and continue to just be observers in your own friend circle so that you know what friends you need to create boundaries with and what friends will take you to the next chapter, the next phase of your life. So until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience by providing us with a five-star review you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.